Hello. Um, this is another life stationery. Uh, and it's just, just an idea popped into my head and I thought I'd share it. Um, and uh, we'll see where, where it goes from that. I don't know. Oh, beg your pardon. I don't know how long I'll go. Famous last words. But um, I've just recorded a voice note that I emailed to someone uh, that I like. A, 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 I was going to say a creator, but that's such a sort of modern term. He is an internet broadcaster. Um, excuse me, I just had to kick a cat. I didn't really kick a cat. Um, he was messing up my carpet again. He is so Tom Merritt uh, is a tech an- an- uh, analyst. Um, God, what do you call him? Because I don't. I think I was going to say journalist, but I think he doesn't describe himself as a journalist. I think he describes himself as an analyst. I may be wrong. Um, because what he does is he aggregates journalism coverage into a daily tech news show, which he calls the Daily Tech News Show. Um, I mean, he does lots of other things as well, but that is his, you know, that is his day job. Um, he started it. It is now in its 10th year. So I think by the beginning or right at the end, maybe, of this year, it will be 10 years. Uh, 10 years old. Um, and I've been a patron. I took a I don't know, a year, 18 months off. Um, can't quite remember how long it was, but uh, I took I took some time off of being a, pay, a paying patron. But I don't think, I, I feel like I was sort of, I signed up fairly early on in its run um, because I liked him um, and liked what he was doing. And I got the chance to meet him in 2015 in Atlanta, and he was nice. Um, and had the odd email back and forth and he's been a guest on one of my shows before uh he was very gracious in in doing that um and yeah you know i i appreciate what he does um i wouldn't call myself necessarily you know there are there are lots of other people who are you know way bigger fans of his and, and have followed him for much longer um if that's important but one of the things he does is as a bonus for people who pay for the patreon feed is or you pay for the patreon and then you get a feed you get a feed of, of you know the show uh, uh, an extended version of the show and then some private stuff and his is the only show now that i pay for there used to be one or two others back in the day um but his is the one that i that i actually do pay for now um as of like a month or maybe two and one of the things he does is a thing called uh, the editor's desk because it's a you know daily news show, uh, he has a number of uh, he has a uh, another host that uh, you know a co-host that he does the show with, and then there's contributors and a producer. Like it's a it's a whole thing, and he used to do this almost completely. Well, he started doing it completely on his own, and then very quickly he was able to to bring on a producer, and it's sort of gone from there. And they've got a full team doing all sorts of stuff now. Um, and uh, but he he does this editor's desk thing, where he just talks about you know he just answers sometimes he's just answering questions uh, about stuff usually behind the scenes kinds of things or you know why did you pick this topic why don't you talk about this it used to it used to be stuff that he would think about himself you know some people ask me this kind of question whereas some of the the recent ones he's been directly responding to uh, questions that people have asked and. Uh, I listened to it and I, I appreciated it. And he was talking about 
why he's made some of the sort of decisions he's made, why he's made production decisions that then have a knockoff uh, consequence, you know, uh, in terms of the finances, you know, from a product, because, you know, it's a product. What he's producing is a, is a product. Um, and he has to make product based decisions. And I, you know, I'm, I think I have to not be honest, but like, I'm a product guy. Like I care about that stuff. I, I, it, it interests me. Um, I like to know how other people do things, not necessarily so I can learn from them. I just like knowing how it's gone for them. I really like knowing. And I think there's a part of me that, I don't know. I like, I like knowing when things haven't gone well, because it's, it, from a purely selfish point of view, it's not schadenfreude, but it's comforting. Um, you know, I've, I've heard about people's launches and when they're disappointed, it's validating, I think is what it is. Not comforting. Because again, like, this is not about taking pleasure in someone else's, uh, it's not failure, but, you know, someone else's mismatched expectations or when their expectations weren't met. There's no pleasure taken in that. But there certainly is validation in going, I'm not alone. And I think that's really huge. And I think possibly something that is somewhat understated or, or undercovered. Um, and so, you know, he, he talked about it not, in those kinds of terms in like things aren't going well, ah. but he talked about how, you know, there are some realities and also we, you know, he's very good at doing the research every year, uh, not the research, but doing, asking the questions every year. You know, there are tens of, tens of thousands of people who subscribe to the show and pay, sorry, pay, specifically pay to subscribe to the show. And I'm not going to start divulging stuff that he talks about in, in this sort of private thing, but, he surveys them every year and I've, I've filled in the survey before and he does stuff based on it. He tweaks the show based on it and he tweaks the product based on it. And I think that's really interesting as well. And so having heard all that, I was, I was really kind of moved to just record him a voice note, um, which, you know, I, I had to send over email cause I, you know, I, I don't have any other means of, of sending it to him. Um, but you know, um, yeah, I, uh, I sent it to him, and um, I've uh, I've just had a reply from him. <laughs> um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's. Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. That's really that's really warmed my heart. He's such a good guy. Um, oh. <laughs> um, we see. This is why we do this. This is kind of so. Uh, the the whole point of why I jumped on the mic again uh, five minutes after sending this email was to say, like, I actually posted this on uh, Mastodon, you should send more voice notes. And this was, of course, you know, without having any response from Tom at this point, it literally just come through now as I've been speaking to you. Um, but we, we do it, I do it because it's such a pleasant way of being able to converse. It's such a pleasant way of being able to communicate something and a natural way of being able to communicate something in a way that doesn't feel feel i don't want to say it weirdly like in a way that doesn't feel weighty or open to misinterpretation because the voice i mean not everyone's voice i'm you know lucky enough that i yes i stumble and sometimes transcription software thinks that i finished talking because i have a sort of oddly sometimes clipped way of uh, or you know stumbly poisy way of speaking but I believe I communicate emotion quite well in my in my speech, 
And so, and I, you know, you can hear, I think, when I'm smiling and you can hear when I'm frowning. You know, there's, there's a difference. Like, I, I'm smiling and I'm frowning. Um, <laughs> but you can communicate all that stuff in a way that you can't... Emojis try, but they're still not quite communicating the nuance. And that's why I think we sometimes go overboard. Like, no one's ever crying laughing. And yet we use that all the time. I'm over that now. It used to be something that would irritate me. It's like, but you're not crying laughing. Why are you using the crying laughing? Someone just, you know, made a, a mild pun and you're crying laughing. And it's like, okay, the, the point is, it's not that. It's not communicating the, the exact sentiment. It's communicating a good feeling and, you know, blah. Um, but I kind of wanted to make this point um, just to say, like, yeah, a lot of people I know, like, that's how we, that's how we do now. We, we record voice notes. And it's kind of, you know, there's someone I have a long running kind of almost phone, asynchronous phone conversation with. And it's great. I love it. It's not always convenient, um, but it's such a great way to communicate. And I think when you want to say something sincere as well, because that sincerity can come at you like a brick over text. And I can say something sincere in a voice note, but I can say it with a smile in my voice. I can say, I really appreciate what you do. I really think it's valuable. And I, I love how you communicate. I love how honestly you talk about things and how openly and how level-headed you are in these things. And I can say that. And it doesn't feel like a weird litany of compliments that it might do over text. Um. And so, yeah, I kind of just wanted to jump on really just to, to say that and then to have it so quickly validated um, and so warmly received. You know, I've, I've done this a few times. I've, I've tried to do it for work-related things and it's, it's had mixed success. There was one person who kicked it back to me. Like, I felt fairly confident in sending this one to Tom because we've emailed before. Um, and so him sort of getting an audio file from me which it's 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 different but it's not suspicious whereas for you know i have sent a a voice note someone before out of the blue um and they kicked it back and they were like i'm never going to play an audio file that's just come through and it's like okay fair enough I, i can see that but um you know other people have engaged with it because it's a different way of communicating uh and i i still think there's there's some fun value in that um but yeah that's i kind of think that's all i wanted to say i'm tired i'm 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 i think i'm 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 about to recover i had a little napette today um i had a headache and it's been a bit full on i had some i had some so i <laughs> so i made a joke on the other show uh the the thing about building bramble um that I wasn't able to put out an episode uh, the previous Saturday because the person that listened to the show <laughs> was in my flat. Um, and that's, you know, not a million miles away from the situation we are now, but I know there's, you know, at least one or two other people. I see the stats. I know there's a couple of you listening. Hello. Um, but yes, I had, so, so there will be some overlap, but I, I yes, I had, uh, I had some friends over. Uh, and showed them my little city and uh, and it was quite lovely um but there's always this challenge of maintaining that you know and this is not you know hi brendan um <laughs> should you get to this whenever you get to this this is not by any stretch like a complaint but it's just an observation of you know you want to give anyone that you're showing 
anyone that you're hosting, you want to host, right? You want to be, you want to give them your 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 best. You want to give them your attention. You want to you know make sure they're they're fed, watered, not hungry. Uh, that's the same thing. Like not bored, um, dry. <laughs> um, you know, and, and also like they can chill when they want to chill. You know, and all those things, and sort of being aware of, of all that stuff, and, and you know, I think did a pretty, pretty decent job. I think we, the three of us, did did pretty well. Um, but I'm not very good at juggling that. And and like I had a conversation with my therapist today about how, like, and again, this is not nothing's gone wrong as a consequence. Nothing's been a problem. But I could have done a few things better in terms of saying like, can I just take an hour out and go and do a bit of you know work. Um, wouldn't have been a problem, would have given them some peace as well. Um, but I didn't, you know, for, for whatever reasons, it just, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, that probably would have helped a couple of things and, and this and that, but, the, you know, these are the, the things that we learn. Um, but again, like, wouldn't, there's not a lot I really would have changed um, other than my own thing of just advocating for myself and saying I should probably slink off, maybe get a few emails done um, or just, you know, keep keep the fire stoked um, so that clients know that, you know, I'm still here and still looking after them kind of thing. Cause that's, you know, important. Um, so there was that. And then, uh, and that went really well. And, but it, you know, it's, it's a lot um, because you're, you're on all the time. Um, and uh, you know, the, they, <laughs> Brendan and, and, and his, and his good lady, good lady wife had a good time. That does that, doesn't not come at a cost you know what i mean like comes at the cost of at the end you just sort of go oh okay all right let's let's just let's just not people for a for a little bit let's just see if we can yeah <laughs> um and you know just just sit in the solitude for a bit and uh um and, and you know re- sort of recuperate and then a few days later uh, I I was hosting. God, I've forgotten about this as well. I was, I was hosting my nephews for a day, uh, where they came and made some. Uh, we made some original music together. They had a piece each that they brought that they'd, like, you know, some music that they'd, they'd been working on themselves, uh, and then we recorded them. And then um, so there's lots of sort of guitar and then a bit of piano from my end and some drums and stuff um, in my little office here. And that was last Wednesday, and that was really fun. And then. Sunday or Saturday I was preparing for Sunday which was Sunday and Monday was going down to London doing a thing uh attending to a personal matter of great joy um and then <laughs> coming back and and yeah it's now Tuesday evening and I've had a little nap and that's helped um bit of a headache because I don't drink um caffeine um I say I don't drink habitually I don't drink caffeine anymore I think it's been I think it's been maybe over a year now that I've been on the on the decaf uh, on the on the decaf life. Uh, it was sort of happened by accident because I think I accidentally bought some decaf and then, man, it hit me in a big and very unpleasant way. Like it was awful. It was a couple of days, and it was it 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 wiped me out. Well, not wiped me out, but like it was really unpleasant, really unpleasant. Um, and uh, and you know when it's happened before, it's it's just that thing of like, it's not worth it. It's not worth climbing back on the on the decaf horse or on the on the caffeine horse um, when you know I can get perfectly adequate to me coffee that's decaf. Like I'm 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 quite happy with it. 
Um, but when I travel, sometimes I do go for the caffeine just because it's nice to have that extra kick of, of energy when you're, you're traveling. Um, and sometimes it's just a bit more convenient. Uh, you know, not everywhere has decaf, although most places do. In terms of like hotel, you know, little hotel packets. I mean, if you go into any coffee shop, you're fine. But um, And now that I've got my little, I've got my lovely little travel mug uh, that I can take with me. Um, yeah, all, all of that's fine. Um, I tell you what, I haven't done this yet. And I, I bottled it uh, when I went to get a coffee. Oh, I had one of those horrible interactions yesterday. One of those just like, oh, oh, just awkward and just, yeah, didn't like it. Um, I went to try and find breakfast and I, I, I stumbled around a couple of places. This is in London. Um, of just like predictable, easy places that I could get something predictable and easy. Because, um, you know, being visually impaired, like, I, and with it being busy, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the morning, like there's big queues. Like, I don't want to be holding everybody up. I feel really self-conscious about that. Like, can you run me through the options that you've got? I just, I don't, I don't like doing it. And so I, I will always try and look and see what I can find. And if I can't find anything, I'll go elsewhere. I don't want to ask. I might do in a less crowded situation. Anyway, um, eventually I, I, I went to a pret. We have a pret au manger, which is a manger, which is a, uh, you know, it's just a sort of nice, slightly well, marketed as a slightly upscale uh, coffee and like bit of food type place uh, cafe basically um, more of a take it and go kind of cafe as opposed to it yeah so a coffee shop but they do pastries and or whatever and so I was like, oh I'll get something there I'll get one of their like croissants or something something warm uh, and they had nothing there they only had veggie stuff and I was yeah um, and as I was queuing this was near the front. I heard someone call out a tuna toasty. And I thought, oh, you know what? Like a tuna melt. It's not traditional breakfast stuff, but I'll, I'll go with that. And it was he, he said it. Oh, that's what I heard. And so I was like, I'll have that, please. And there was this moment of confusion. And this woman's like searching her, you know, iPad basically for what is this thing. And and I ended up just having to come clean and go, listen, I, I thought I heard someone say that. So I just, that's what I said. Because that sounded good. Um it's fine. I'll just have a coffee. I'll just have a coffee. Um, and uh, I didn't want to get my travel mug out of my suitcase, my little suit travel suitcase that I had. Um, cause I, I, I want that moment where I, I, cause I, I, I'm pretty sure that's the whole deal, isn't it? Like you can go to a coffee shop and they will fill that cup for you. And one of the great advantages of doing that for me, anyway, it makes it much easier to know. You are always going to know when it's your coffee. And when you order something as sort of fairly generic as a black Americano, um, and, you know, it's not like a Starbucks where they ask for your name, isn't it great that, like, they will put your cup on the counter and you can be sure that that's your coffee? And there's no, you know, if it comes before someone else's, like, there's there's no... Um, there's just no issue. You know what I mean? Like, someone can't be like, excuse me, mate, that's my coffee. You can be like, because it's my cup. Um, I know I, I I haven't done it yet, but I I I kind of want to you know break that out because I think it'll be uh, it'll be useful and that's the whole point of it. And it's a, tell you what, it's a really good cup. It's just like a you know nothing major, but I did a little bit of looking around on Amazon to try and find the right one, and it fell over a couple of times on the coach back. Uh, I mean, a it kept the coffee warm for pretty much the whole the whole trip back, like really really good and warm. But also, yeah, it fell over a couple of times on those flimsy little table et things. You know, the the back of the seat 
table things that are really flimsy. It's got a coffee cup holder, you know, just a circular hole cut out, but the cup is too big for the hole. So it would sometimes just topple over. And every time I was like, ah! And then it's like, no, not a drop spilled. I, 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 you know, I know this because I've done it lots of times where I've taken the whole thing over a sink and shock it up and down to see if anything comes out and nothing comes out. It's brilliant. I love my little coffee cup. Um, anyway, that's it. All I'm, all, I'm, all I'm trying to say is wear sunscreen and record more voice notes. That's all I'm saying. Um, so <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm about to upload this to, uh, to, uh, to Bramble. Um, and uh, yeah, more on that story later. Well, not from here anyway. Um, uh, at some point, I'm going to sort of up the production quality of Inside Bramble um, because it's very much like this at the moment, and I kind of want to find ways to make it a bit more. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I want someone to interview me. Uh, I've wanted it before. I still want it. I want someone to interview me. <laughs> I want someone to you know ask me interesting questions, and and then it just feels like a bit more of a of a back and forth. Really, this I will always all day long do on my own, and it's great. But I think for something like Inside Bramble, I think I want someone to interview me. Anyway, you have a spectacular day, and uh, we shall we shall speak again soon. This is an impromptu one. And it's, I, I'm, I'm grateful to uh, have a place where I can pop these little messages. Um, yeah, we will see what happens when I'm next uh, out and about uh, and perhaps do another uh, actual walking uh, episode of, of Life in Stride. But as, uh, as such, this has been Life Stationery. I've been Mark Stedman and will continue to be. And I wish you an excellent onward journey. <laughs>